We are back. The Riding High Podcast, episode 26, the long-awaited reunion. Yoo! Let's kick it off. Buddy, welcome back. It's been a while, mate. It's been a while. Mate, it's really good to be sitting here looking at you through the screen again. Yep. And there's been some massive changes, both life and physical. I mean, yes. you're a much smaller man now. I'm a much bigger man. I've put on four kilos of huge muscle. I just want to back up for a second and just um, take a, let's take a pause okay. and take a breath. And just reflect on how blessed you are to look at me through the screen. I, I definitely am. <laughs> Good times. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else on New Year's Eve than looking it's at true. you, mate. It's true. It's been a long day. We're just discussing long days. And what's the reality? They're all got 24 hours. So how right. does a long day actually equal a long day? How, how, you, choose, how you choose to use those 24 hours? But it doesn't make it any longer. It's still 24 hours. This is true. I Unless guess it's, it's a perception thing. But there are there is a longest day of the year. What's it called? Solstice or something? Winter, uh, summer solstice is the longest day of the year. Yeah, there you go. So, Well, what? it's actually, no, that's the longest daylight of the year. So it's not a day. It's not like there's no more hours, no more minutes. I think, there's a, day, I think there's a day where there's more seconds, like maybe one nah. or two. I feel like that's bullshit. No, because that's how they make up the um, leap year. The extra mm. day every four years is made up because it's not 364 days, 364 and a quarter days. So every four years, you get a full extra day for free. You know what? I feel like we need to fact check that because uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right. No, I'm subscribing to the Michael Rappaport Stereo Podcast. No fact checking rule. No way. I'm pretty sure that on The Simpsons, they pointed out that fact that there is one day that has a little bit longer in it. Uh, I'm calling horseshit until I hear different. Anyway, how are we gonna how are we gonna we're not resolve this if we're not fact-checking? No, we're well, not. It's where's just the, coin? the way the world is, mate. It's I have a coin. I have a coin. Heads, I'm <laughs> right. Tails, you're wrong. Right, okay. Tails never fails. Tails, damn it. Tails never fails. <laughs> All right, so kicking off this episode. Now we're 20. past the opening monologue. <laughs> 26, ha- mate. It's been, crap, it's been like 18 months between yeah. podcasts. We, we hit hard early and then we petered. We had a little stutter for a solid 18 months <laughs> of which we continually promised each other we would podcast at some point. We did. And we've made it. So I mean, what better time to podcast than New Year's Eve 2018? Seriously. And to all of our fans, they've been waiting with bated breath on the return. We have had so much so, actually interest in our page on Facebook. Every time I get like those notifications that people are checking out, I think, what, what are they looking for? Like, yeah. They're <laughs> looking for them so long. rad new episodes is what they're looking for. Yeah, let's do so, that radness. <laughs> so let's um, do a high level overview of 12 months in three seconds. Where were you 12 months ago? Where are you now? In three seconds. Okay, I'll give you 10. 10? Yeah. One. You, you go first, count? dude. Okay. You go first because I, um, I, I need more than 10 seconds. 
All right, so past 12 months, had a business, don't have a business, got another business, still got that business, Uh, still have the same wife and kids, that's a win, still living in the same house, also a win, but yeah, bought a gym for something I have been deeply passionate about for a very long time, so that's pretty cool and consumes the vast majority of my day. Also had a six-month hiatus from work this year, which was both pleasant and also stressful when you don't know where you're going to make a dollar. So that was also, you know, both positive and negative, but now back into the workforce and owning a business. So life's, it's weird, hey, how life, how the world just doesn't stop revolving even when you're stressed out of your brain about something. Exactly. Just keeps on keeping on. Was it six months you were unemployed? Six months, yeah, it was pretty cool. Mate, I still remember after two weeks you had some job interviews and let's be honest, you were freaking so (laughs) arrogant. You were like, I don't even need this job. (laughs) Why why would I work for you? (laughs) Just shutting down the following employees at the interview. I'm still, I was still like that at the end. I was really pretty. I went to a bunch of interviews and got job offers and was like, ah, oh, like there was some, always something really weird or something I didn't like, like a way, I have a big problem with the way companies treat people and the amount of redundancies that people who get paid way more than what they're worth make for people who are actually doing the work. So I had some issues with that, shall we say, but I found a great company working for them, so they're cool. As the... I think my job title now is either head of innovation or innovation delivery manager or something. So it changes. We've changed it a few times since I've been there. Um, but that's cool. Between that and the gym um, and the family, I am flat out. And that's cool. 12 months. Boom. Done. 12 months. Well, well, to start where you're starting off, I was married, no longer <laughs> married. I had my son taken out of my life. He's now back in my life. <laughs> yep. I'm still employed. I wasn't volunteering. I am volunteering. I wasn't chasing my dreams. I am chasing my dreams. You're chasing a few things, my friend. I'm chasing lots of things, but that's what life's all about, mate. It's about freaking going hard, and I'm pumped to be back after it. <coughs> and yeah, I'm sorry I sound maybe a bit sick. I feel like I sound a bit sick. But, wait, as far as getting sick goes, this being sick is probably the best reason for being sick. Like, 40 hours hanging out with my son, who was sick, yeah. I'm happy to get sick. Like, it was 40 hours of cuddles and just, I don't know, watching big trucks on the iPad, <sighs> reading stories. How good are big trucks on the iPad? It's like, um, a few weeks ago, I noticed how nasally I sound when... I was at, at the gym and we were sparring and someone cracked me right in the nose and I just felt this like big gush like go down the back of my throat, which I think was mucus clearing out because I felt my nose click right? oh. and felt it like just cleared instantly yep. and I felt fantastic. I sounded completely different for like two or three days. So I feel like in my future there's some kind of nose type um Operation because I can hardly breathe through it at the best of times. I've had that done. It's called 
septum deviate no something deviated septum. septum i had that done it was yeah quite a pleasant so how's it i had that done i got given all these painkillers i was at home didn't take him it was just awkward because you have this stuff coming out yeah. my brother has it done oh i'm in so much pain <laughs> Yes, that's because your brother is also your sister. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. Uh, don't worry, he won't listen to this. He's too busy. He's that's too busy a, with life as well. That's a good point. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's definitely been, I think for both of us, the last sort of 12, 18 months has been quite a, quite a journey. Quite a journey. And I feel like we're just, I feel like I'm just starting to come out on the good side of that as a better person definitely all in all definitely um you've had some massive obstacles dude still a shit person but you know a better person <laughs> but a good crap person way <laughs> yeah. which is way better than a bad crap person but i've also I've, you know the one thing with having the gym that i've learned is that it makes a massive difference some things make massive differences in people's lives that you don't kind of realize the impact you're having at the time mm-hmm you know, where somebody wants to do something or you've created like a step change in them so that they are willing to do something or try something. Um, and that's pretty, I guess that's pretty cool. And then I sit back and go, oh, wow. Well, if they're willing to make that change, then, you know, I should be making changes. Mm. And you have been. We've, we've spoken before about the role at the gym. Like you're there as a coach, mm-hmm. but subside of being a coach you're there as a mentor you're there as a counselor like it's a place yeah. where people feel comfortable because you drop your vulnerabilities and you're like you're in there in your gym clothes it's yeah. like you can't you cannot fake your fitness like you cannot stand there and go oh no no sorry coach it's just that i'm i'm having a bad day no this is where you're at let's yeah. be honest and people have that and once once people drop their vulnerabilities they yeah. just they spill their heart to you buddy because we've got so I, Previous to sort of this last two weeks, we were more focused on just tie boxing and sort of fight fitness and that kind of thing. And the big thing I noticed is we've got people from all different walks of life coming in, all different levels from complete novices, um, like teenage girls and boys, guys and girls in their 40s and 50s coming in as well. So there's this huge gamut, people who are training and fighting actively and all that kind of stuff um and what you notice is that people there's a lot of people that walk in and go no i'm never going to do this i'm never going to do that and then within a couple of the weeks they're like you know what i'll probably give it a try they might jump in and do some sparring and cop some cop some hits and it's very you very very quickly find out what people are kind of made of when they're getting punched or punching somebody so, and what I've noticed is the overwhelming majority of people at the gym are extremely nice and somewhat too nice to be fighting. Yeah. So, we have some conversations around, uh, you know, like when people sort of get to that stage and they're like, oh, you know what, I think I might want to fight. And occasionally I've had to go, look, no, you're just not that person. Mm. Like, look, if you want to do it, I'll help and support you, but I don't think you're... You need people that have that little bit of mongrel and a little bit of meanness, I guess, in a way. Um, For sure, for sure. Like, yeah, people that will stand there and crack someone hard and then not say sorry straight after it. So, Mm. but at the same time, 
you see some real people like the gym's not the kind of place where people are getting dressed up to look good or take selfies it's the kind of gym where people are going in to get work done you go in you get your work done you get out you do yeah have a few laughs, laughs have a bit of fun along the way but inherently that's um that's what we're there for what was right what was pretty funny and good to see actually oh good funny was how hard you are on your own your own daughter at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> when you're training her, I was blown away. Yeah, everybody gets the same. <laughs> I feel like I train everyone somewhat differently depending on what they need. And with some people, I'll try a range of kind of psychological tactics to get yep. them to where they need to be. So with some people... Like I'll break them down and continually put pressure on them until they break and then we'll <coughs> build them back up um, into sort of a better version of a, of what they sort of envisage themselves to be. Um, and that can be, I could be yelling at them one minute and then like 10 minutes later being, you know, nice and gentle and trying to help them and then I'll be back to yelling again. So there's a, yeah, but everybody's there that, like, I, I figure if you take the time to turn up and you want to put the work in, then it's on me to make sure you do, mm. like, as a trainer. Um, but the vast majority of what I do is psychological stuff. Like, we've had some pretty some pretty he- people with some sort of heavy problems come through, and, you know, they might not stay for a long time, but I think, you know, occasionally they'll sort of get a hold of something or f- figure something out while they're there. And... um yeah, most of it is men- mental. The fitness part and the technique part are fairly easy. It's this, the mental the mental game that's the biggest. So, yeah, sick. I, I agree, it. I agree. And, like, that was the same thing when I got into triathlon. Like, it was the mental thing. Like, that was yeah. my outlet and my opportunity <laughs> event. Yeah. But, well, dude, you, you've, came, you've, you came down. Yeah. And you gave it a crack. And it's fun. It's hard, but it's fun. And I, the thing I was heard fusing. Gotta, I heard fusing. Yeah. <laughs> but you got a fairly decent workout in, and then we had, you know, a girl that's just getting back into fitness. Mm. It's exactly the same workout. So yeah, just that's it. Get a sweat on. But you've just spent the entire holidays at the gym, moving it, renovating, pushing stuff around. Yeah. What's your vision? Like, what's your vision for the gym? Um. Look, we're going to grow. The The long-term vision is that we'll contain... We're obviously going to need a bigger premises, but or some decent modifications to that place to make it fit, I think. It's pretty big, dude. Big, it is big, big but I want to, where I want to get to is a series of professional offices that feed off the gym. So the eventual goal is to have a functional fitness side, which we've now built. We've got the functional fitness... We've got Muay Thai, but I want to get, I want to bring boxing trainers in, Taekwondo, Karate, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I want to bring different martial arts in, different sports, all house them under the one roof, and then have the facilities and services available for those athletes and people training for recovery, nutrition, um, gear, and supplies and all that kind of stuff. So that requires, I guess, a few things. One is a shitload of effort. Um, two is connecting with like-minded people from, you know, 
like sports physios, dietitians, um, different martial arts instructors, boxing instructors, different sports instructors, even bringing in, I guess, functional fitness experts. So, you know, CrossFit people and that kind of thing. And what, what was that one? CrossFit? Out. Yeah. We love CrossFit. I love picking on you people. Secret, you secretly CrossFit. love CrossFit. I like picking on people who do it because it's funny. It's not even funny. You just love, like you have this secret fascination for CrossFit. I like when I, when I when I said I started doing CrossFit, you were like, "Oh my god, he's amazing! I wish I could CrossFit like him." <laughs> I'm just too shy. <laughs> Let's be honest. I could see it. I could see it written all over you and just hear it in your sledging. Get, getting a wad on every day. Wadding but, is wicked. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I think it's um like eventually where I want to get to would be a massive gym area that can house two or three things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah for the, where we are currently now that we've got the layout kind of where we want it for now um, we've still got to do upstairs up um, that'll happen sort of over the first three or four months of this year hopefully and then yeah we'll see what happens but we're going to have more fighters more people coming through more trainers more facilities that's the goal mate nice so yeah got to switch on the 24-hour access for some of our members are you serious yeah yeah that's that's so, gonna be a pretty big deal isn't it um yeah and no i mean there's a few people that already have access when they want it now just requires a little bit more um renovation work to secure a few things that shouldn't be sort of you know accessed while people are there while people yep. aren't there yeah um, the general public but yeah we'll get there we'll get there nice but yeah, at the end of the day, mate, the renovations I think look great. I, yeah, I'm a little biased, but oh, I think it looks good. awesome too. I was pumped, especially yeah, the the, uh, the astro turf. <laughs> Ken astro turf and the sled pushing. I cannot wait to sled yeah. push. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, that's you know a functional fitness thing. It is. It is. So we got that. We got to. I've still got to build some stuff that I need to sort of get a hold of, but. Yeah, it looks wicked. It's rad. I love it. I love it. I like pushing nice. people. I like pushing myself. It's good. It's good vibe. Rad people. But yeah, so that's enough about that. But uh, dude, I kind of feel like right now, being New Year's Eve, it's kind of the perfect time to finish some stuff off. Yep. Okay, hit it up. So now, ask, so tell me about this situation that's been ongoing for the last few months ish ish the entire year so as we alluded to i was married now i'm not now that was not a shock to you or any of the people close to me in fact i know that you kramer and a few of the other people had been encouraging me for a long period of time to freaking end that Take take a look Take a look. I think, I think we'll take, take you know, step outside and take a look. <laughs> yeah. But look, let's be honest. And I think that the big thing that I was doing today, which everyone does at this time of year, is they reflect on their year and they either say, this year sucked or this year was good. Now, I reflect on my year and I think it was a really good year. Like, to be honest, it's one of my best years that I've ever had, only because I look at where I started and where I am now. And sure, there were freaking lots of moments along there that sucked and I've probably never cried as much as I cried this year and haven't lent on my friends as much as what I did, but... 
can cry. Well, that's a good thing. I think mm. it's a good thing to like not hold your emotions in and get them out. And maybe I've gone to the extreme now where I just I don't care. I don't care what I feel like. I'll no, you just cry every freaking time I talk to you. Just I haven't Clint, cried. Clinics boy. I haven't cried. I reckon since July, maybe September. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't like know. It's probably yesterday, but anyway, continue. It, it could have been. It could have been. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, like, sure, it was a challenging year and some horrible stuff happened and, like, it hurt and sucked in many aspects. But if I look at where I started, like, at the start of the year where I didn't get to see my son for an extended period and now I get to see him a lot, that to me is a win. And yeah, no, that's, that's a win for sure. It is, it is. But it's, I don't know, I, this time of year, it's weird. Like, you have Christmas where people are all about gifts and getting stuff and giving stuff, and then they shift into New Year's and people reflect and they get down on themselves and then they set all these big audacious goals and go, righto, I want to achieve this. And they set stuff that they're never going to achieve. But why, why do people do that? Like, why do people set themselves a- up for failure? There's a definite thing about that where people don't set small attainable goals or little like step changes. People go, I want to lose 50 kilos or I want to climb Mount Everest. They don't go, all right, well, to climb Mount Everest, I first need to be fit enough. So I'm going to work on getting fit and then I'm going to work on getting there and then I'm going to work on... There's a series... I think people go for big goals but don't ever bother to break it down, Yeah, which makes that big goal... I feel like we've talked about this before where it makes that big goal so big and audacious that you just shit yourself and don't know what to do about it. Mm. It's too big. You, you just get to a point you're like, no, this is too big. It's too hard. Well, Whereas I, if you just, yeah. I'm just going to do, I'm, you know what, I'm going to start and I'm going to go for a walk today. Or, you know what, I'm not going to, I don't know, like pick a, pick a thing and break. If I want to surf, you know what, I'm just going to take my board to the beach and practice on the sand. Yeah. You know, like, there's yeah little steps to things well i don't know i like I, I can clearly remember last year like new year's eve last year in england sitting there thinking righto what can possibly happen this year and i could never have envisioned that the crap that has been said this year would be said or the stuff that ah, was- was, and the thing was this time last year you were blissfully unaware of the shitstorm that was about yeah. to rain down on you. I, I thought it was as soon as you amicable. Off the plane. I thought it was amicable. So. And but anyway, I still remember sitting there thinking, I want to get to the end of this year and go because last year I looked at the end of the year and I thought, yeah, separated. That was a good thing, like a really good thing. And it was a year that my son was born, so I was like, that was a great year. And I thought I want to get to the end of this year and think this year is great. And all yep. year I've been sitting there going throughout the year, I've got that goal that tonight I could be sitting here and going, this year was a good year, like it was. And throughout the year, it's been like, oh, crap would happen, like freaking the most heinous accusations against me I've ever imagined thrown yep. out there and just crap. And I've suffocated all that bull crap all year long. But it's people focus... They summarize a year on events, like certain events. Like you might have six horrible things that'll happen to you in a year. And rather than look at the year for a whole thing, they might go, oh, those things happen. And that becomes the focus of their entire year. And they're like, oh, you know what? I got divorced. I'm in family court. 
I couldn't see my sign, all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, so this year you suck versus where you started and where you finished. Yeah. And for me, that that's, that's what I looked at. Like this afternoon I was like, you know what? There's no way that I could say this was a bad year because it's been a winning year. Like to get to a point where I can see my son as much as I can now, like basically every second day, that's yep. gold. That's gold. Yes. Yeah, no, so, it, it ended up okay from, I think, um, Kramer and I went up there. Crap, when was that? March. Was that March? March, for course. Yeah. So we were up there then, and, like, there was, it was not looking good at that point. So it's been a huge turnaround. So it's hard for you to sort of sit back and then go, oh, yeah, it's a shit year. Yeah. When, you know, from that point to now, it's, you know, it's not, definitely not exactly where you want it to be or it kind of should be but you'd head in the right direction which is a positive and I mean to be honest like I know how this is going to end like I know how this story finishes I can see that so I don't need to get there before I can go okay this is a good thing and I can celebrate that like I can sort of go righto this is all fine yeah but yeah back back in March I mean (laughs) that was the period when I was probably crying every day to you guys (laughs) you Dude, you guys are awesome. <laughs> but that, that's another thing which this year has really been highlighted and that's how important human connection is. Like human connection, I reckon, real genuine connection is the most amazing experience that we get to have as humans. Yeah. I think having a group of friends or people who you feel comfortable enough to call or, you know, send a text to or catch up with... Um, for those things is a great thing yeah like you can't do that with anyone there's probably with everyone there's probably three four people i could talk like that with Mm. um which makes it you know it's not not that it's difficult but it just means you're a little bit more picky about who you let what out to yeah yeah for sure i guess and so it's not but then on the flip side this whole situation's taking you on i guess a parental journey and you know you've been learning all this stuff that i guess you'd not taken for granted but you didn't kind of think about because it wasn't falling solely on you so it's, yeah it's been a massive shift and i mean the, the bond i've got with luca now is next level and some of that was because in some ways it was inhibited before i was separated like it wasn't able to be fun as what it is now but yeah. I mean, now, now, and the time that we have together, it's just him and me. Like, I don't want anyone around. I'm like, stuff you. I only see him for this period. It's just him and me, and we just ride bikes and draw and play guitar and dance, and it's awesome. Like, it's freaking amazing. Being a dad is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. As you know, you've got two kids. Yes. Yes. Also a dad. <laughs> no, it is. It is rad. Like this last two sort of week and a half, two weeks. So. One, I bit off more than I could probably chew with deciding to renovate a gym by myself. <laughs> and it's weird because I hang had on, so dude, many... Hang on, let's car park that. Yeah. <laughs> Two months ago, I was down there and you're going, I'm going to renovate, do it by myself. This is a big job, mate. No, no, it'll, take, it'll be easy, it'll be easy. Yep. You know what I didn't factor mate. in? How heavy everything in a gym is. <laughs> so, like I had, like, I had 
obviously M helped me out massively, but then, you know, with Christmas and um, Boxing Day and all the family stuff that goes around that, and, you know, it's generally a busy time of year. We didn't have time for all of us just to go there and sort that out. Um, so I did do quite a lot of it myself. And then I had, you know, people from the gym offering me, you know, help and assistance and just saying, oh, look, man, if you need a hand, just give me a call kind of thing. But at the same time, I didn't exactly know where anything was going to go. So I just had this like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to move the ring from this corner to this corner. I'm just going to put mats down this corner. And I knew that I wanted that AstroTurf in there somewhere. But I hadn't actually sat down and gone, this is exactly where everything's going to go. This is how it's going to look. So there was some trial and error. And I thought, if I have people in here, this is going to turn, they're just going to be standing around going, what the hell? <laughs> Why have I had to move this dumbbell, all these dumbbells and this rack <coughs> times? But, you know, it's, I forget what the point, oh, they the having, um, you know, like there was, I think most of the week I had the kids there with me um, and, and when she wasn't working, but having the kids there was rad. Like, yeah, they, and kids, stressful. Like, yeah, they get shitty and, have their moments or, you know, like I'm flat out doing stuff. So I'm not eating at 12 and they're getting hungry at 12. So, you know, like there's some stuff that has to go on, but it was, yeah, sometimes (laughs) only when they're good. Um, but yeah, like all doing all that shit, like, like having Lincoln moved all the 1.25 kilo weight plates and the 2.5 kilo weight plates from one end of the gym to the other, what a and Addy grabbed the fives and tens, which you think about it like she lifts the tens. Yeah, so Addy's eight, and she she's weighs stronger than me. She weighs twenty two. No, was she twenty seven kilos? So you think about percentage of your body weight just for an eight year old girl to pick up a ten kilo yeah. plate. Like that's a, that's you know, awesome. That's a, like almost bringing fifty percent of her body weight just in one plate. So. Yeah, she moved. I think we we had a lot more weights than I thought we did, but the kids were awesome. They loved it. Like, you know, and then today we're finishing up. We're washing everything down and everything. They're helping mop and they're, you know, it's still, although it's a business, it's still family time as well. Mm-hmm. So we've been able to kind of mix the two in together, which is awesome. That's really cool, dude. No, it's, it's such a good vibe. Yeah, it's rad. I dig it. But um, so... The parental journey is one part of what's been going on. Yeah. I think the other part which has been going on, which luckily I've had a... And I'll admit, like, I see a psychologist. Like, you, if you go through divorce, I recommend everyone should. And I actually recommend everyone should see a psychologist yeah. at regular intervals anyway. But the healing process, and at the start of it, when I saw her, I was like... Because we'd been seeing her, and she's like, yeah, you've done everything you can. I'm like, fair enough accept it done she's like you need to heal and I'm like "Mm, I think I'm healed no no healing process is like it's a long term process and it's it's really confronting too like confronting like the dysfunction of the relationship so looking at the infidelity like deception and all the lies and stuff that went on and then going how do I process this so that it doesn't move forward that's been part of my journey this year as well and it's it's been fun getting out and testing the waters in the singleness world and dating. Yeah. And 
<laughs> and checking my own emotional ability and be like, okay, I'm not ready to be dating yet. Like, there was a couple of times at the start of the year, the first six months, I'm like, out there dating, second date, mm, I need to get away. Yeah. Maybe so there were some other we, things in that, in that aspect that would have been a runaway, but anyway. So you've had quite the crusade um, over the last sort of eight months or yeah, whatever it's been, six months or something. But um, we, we, I discovered that MYD program through another <laughs> podcast, Business and Biceps, and promptly tried to get you on it, which is basically uh, manage let's, yourself let's, before you manage others. <laughs> podcast <laughs> but has paid dividends for the whole situation which is gold it definitely and it's, is. it's not while, while the program is called the manage your dick program it's not about I guess rubbing one out at every turn it's, it's about more managing about managing your emotions yeah it's more about or managing yourself <laughs> if you get angry like don't go and act like a dick and manage your dick. Yep. So it's a, you know, manage your testosterone, manage yourself so that you're living for the better outcomes. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it up, definitely is. Yeah, no, that, promptly like, jammed you on that program and yeah. it's come up gold. No, it's, it, is, it is really good. Like you think, <laughs> crap, is it, do you want someone's attention because you're feeling needy or you generally want to hang out with them? And it's like, mm, okay, I won't make that yeah. phone call. But then it's also the time that you waste where you could be more productive doing something else too. Yeah. And let's be honest, like both our lives right now are jam packed. And I will never use that term that I'm busy because I rate myself as being epic at time management, but yeah. I could, I could be pretty close to saying that I am almost busy. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I feel like, so you came down and hung out with us, was that three, four weeks, four weeks ago? About a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago. Maybe longer. And um, I think it sort of opened, like I always say I'm busy <laughs> and I just am busy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I I accept your busyness because you are. <laughs> we, you picked me up from the airport at 11 o'clock um, after a bottle of champagne on the flight down. Yeah. We that got was, home. You had a bottle of champagne, not me. Oh, yeah, I had a bottle of champagne. <laughs> hey, if you get upgraded business, you got to do it. Yeah, just, and... just so no one thinks I'm driving champagne, <laughs> <laughs> drinking and driving champagne. Or you should or actually, whatever. next time I come down, you should pick me up with champagne. That would be, I should. That would be good. <laughs> but we get home to your house at 11. We're up at 5 off to your gym. Yeah. You train people till midday. We then go to Bribey Island and have an awesome lunch and hang out on the beach till that was 5. Rare. Yeah. Come back to your house, sit on your couch until 10 o'clock watching pretty funny movies, get up at 6 a.m. the next morning, go for a hike. Yeah. And that's every day. And yeah. I, I chat to Weekend, you. Like, I chat to you during the week. And what are you up to? <laughs> like 8 o'clock at night. Oh, I've just got one more one-on-one session. Then 9.30, I'll chat to you. You're on your way home. Yeah. And then the next morning, I'll chat oh. to you at like 7.30. And you're like, oh, I was at the gym at 5 and... Yeah. Yeah. It's called hustling, mate. It's all a means to an end. It is. It Hustle. is. Hustle. It's, yeah. It's one of those things, hey, like, if you, like, working for someone else is relatively easy compared to working for yourself. 
or yeah. trying to do something for yourself. And whether that's like a small side hustle or starting a web business or on, like whatever it is, it's still you're going to put you need effort and time. Like mm-hmm. things just take time. You can't you can't get around the time with some things. You just have to put in the time. Especially like one on one training and teaching people like skills like a skill set. Yeah. Not just oh yeah, lift that weight, pick it up, put it down. Like not just do fifty burpees, like teaching people how to move their body and how to control themselves when they're under pressure and all those type of things that come in to find like people see fighting and just go, Oh yeah, no, it's two people beating on each other. But there's a lot of things that need to happen for you to be able to effectively beat on someone. Mm. Um, and you need to be able to move a certain way, step, know when to do something, know if you're getting hit, what to do, which I think is a pretty epic metaphor for life, mate. It is. It is. And that's, so, you get you get out what you put in. Like, you need to put in the effort. I yes. mean, like, I've, I've spent today in between being a bit sick, but progressing my opportunities for a future where I get out of the drug industry yeah which that'll be great eventually when that happens but it takes effort and it takes hard work and it takes late nights and it takes weekends and it takes sacrifices from spending time and socializing and doing stuff that you want to do like I didn't do any races this year and I won't do any races next year because and probably the year after but it's all part of that bigger vision yeah yeah, no, I, I get it. It's so. What's the so probably no races next year? Not even like a mini athlon. Probably not. I, I may do the half Ironman, but it all depends because with work, if I'm still going to be working for Pfizer, if that works out, then it looks like conference will be the same day. Like I'll have to fly to New Zealand the same day that conference starts, so yeah. I won't be able to race finish yeah. at midday and then be on one <coughs> flight like that won't work yeah you're not that good if you're better no. you probably could do it yeah like if, if you're Tarek Tarek could probably do it Tarek could definitely no do training. it no training no straight in boom Tarek would just do it but <laughs> that's cool like I'm still fit like I still run and I've still got like I could do a half Ironman if I wanted but I'm not yeah. optimal and probably too much muscle it. now I am <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. I'm, I'm like almost okay. I still size thirty pants, but they're not loose on me anymore, so that's good. Yeah, tight tights and medium shirts, buddy. Medium shirts. Yeah, but you but, still rock kids small. Yeah. So or what? No shirt. So, so what if I stole Lincoln's shirt while I was down at your house? That's <laughs> uh, good. But yeah, no, it's um, oh, it's definitely been a changing year. That it is has, for sport. It has. But I mean, like the whole philosophy has been like what happened, happened and whether or not I wanted it all to happen or whatever, like the disappointment and the heartache and the pain, like it happened and you've just got a, you've got a choice. Like you can either sit there and become bitter and drill on it, but or you can roll on. And yeah. I chose the second option to cruise on and take it as a massive opportunity. Like straight away in my head, I was like... I'm glad that this happened and yeah. now considering actually say I'm glad it happened with a smile on my face and be like yeah I am because like the, the stuff that we spoke about like the changes this year have been great and now I'm back chasing 
chasing goals and dreams and stuff, which I'd pushed away. And I mean, the, the biggest goal is just to set myself in a position where I'm going to be able to spend ample time with Luca. So that's why I'm back studying. So eventually my three to six year plan is I'll be able to set up my own sort of business where I do part of it online so that when he's hanging with me, when he goes to bed, I can jump in the office and connect with people around the world and do that service. So and motivate. Exactly. And I mean, once that happened, like probably won't go into it tonight, but this year coming up, like I'm going to get into speaking to groups and schools and workplaces a lot more. And by just thinking about it, like last year I got to go to a school and a couple other workplaces and give some talks and that's awesome. Like I love doing yeah. that stuff and it, it's without sounding, I don't know, arrogant or whatever, but it actually brings value to workplaces and like it impacts people's lives and that's freaking yeah. great as far as I'm concerned like that's a really good thing yes so I guess we will probably go into that yeah. next episode episode after I reckon yeah yeah. and I mean so, the other thing I've also been doing is like when we were podcasting I was really enjoying interviewing people like that to me is a good way to learn about myself as communicating with people so I've started to yeah. line up some interviews with some of the people that interviewed in the past plus a uh, few new people and well that yeah. no one wants to hear us fucking gab every e- every second week exactly yeah it's so much easier it's good for us to, break to be it like up. get on and go <laughs> hey moose what's up to this 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 let's back on an interview done yeah off we go wait, wait. <laughs> so, yeah. it is cool it's um yeah i noticed i think it would be really good probably one time you're down get you in the gym do a bit of a talk motivate the troops nice because um yeah limitless mate Ooh. limitless the potential people have I've potentially lined up my first corporate talk for next year which is going to be pretty awesome but yeah I don't know dude like this year has on the whole like looking back over it it's been a great year and there's been some down moments but if I look at where I started to where I'm finishing now if I said it was anything but a win would be it would be disrespectful to all those people around me who have supported me and held me up yeah. and myself, like I'm super proud of myself for staying strong and in, in face of the allegations against me and the bullcrap spoken about me, like to stand strong and be like, that's not true. The truth will come out. And it did eventually come out. And I'm so pumped that I could do that. Yeah. But moving forward, like it's given me so much. I feel power. Like that's my power. Like someone's opinion off me, won't change who I am like that's my power to give that to someone people can say stuff about me all they want but for that to actually affect me that's a decision that I make like it's not their decision they can say it and you can go yeah nice that's good good story roll on yeah but yes. anyway dude I'm pumped that we're back podcasting we are back rolling on like and they will be between. funnier than ever <laughs> well now that the series stuff's done with like i don't want to speak about yeah now we can get back to dick jokes and dating stories and stuff which, <laughs> well brings me no end of entertainment yes you do you do, you do enjoy our, our our monday morning chats yes they're always great <laughs> <laughs> always always good uh, anyway anyway right. dude so 20, 2018 is, is a wrap yep. and that's it we're both pumped but yeah. Job is done on that year. So, this is 
episode 26 of the Riding High podcast. Peace. Over and done with. Happy New Year, people. Probably won't do this podcast in this chair again. I was going to do this, so it's so comfortable.